This is the Family Crisis Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Schelling. Are you a mom who is tired of taking full responsibility for your entire family's health and happiness? This is the place where we unpack all that guilt, shame, and thoughts about you as a mom and show you how to live a life of purpose, even in family crisis. Hi, moms. This is episode one, Not in the Plan. Welcome to my podcast. I have been wanting to do this for a very long time, and I will just share a little bit about my family and how my experience with a family crisis brought me to this point where I'm sharing these tips and strategies with you. So my husband and I have been married for 31 years, and we have four kids in their early 20s now, but when we started our family, we started our family with a family crisis. Our first baby was born with severe birth defects. She had anencephaly and she did not survive. And that introduced me to a family crisis. She was born in crisis. And there is something that happens in a medical situation that is the definition of crisis, actually. And the, the definition is the turning point when a significant change takes place resulting in death or recovery and it's it sounds it's a heavy loaded definition right there and it really hits home for me because of our first baby passing away but it also reminds me that the turning point is significant for a crisis because all of the other crises that we've experienced as a family have resulted in a recovery so just that idea that there's a turning point, I think is such a beautiful way to think about the word crisis. I guess we could say the next two decades, we would go on as a family to experience different types of challenges. And with our kids, we would experience autism and borderline personality disorder and bipolar disorder and debilitating anxiety, panic attacks, substance use, suicidality, just to name a few. With mental health in the United States, many of you will agree with me that the system itself is really overwhelmed. So in living in Alaska and Idaho and Washington State with all of these things going on, I can tell you about lots of systems and processes and programs and inpatient care and outpatient care and point and level systems at school and IEP meetings. And so we had quite a few uh, situations where a very critical decision needed to be made. And every time that happens where there's an intense, this is the second definition of crisis, by the way, where there is an intense difficulty, trouble, or danger, and a decision is needed. And that's when I think back on all those times where we needed to make a decision about an inpatient treatment, for example, or even sometimes a family holiday could be a time for a family crisis. Because as you know, especially with the holidays coming up, the holidays have a tense emotion and high expectations wrapped up into them already. And then when you have kids who are struggling emotionally and are having any type of a mental health diagnosis that is impacting them, you just kind of are creating this perfect storm, right? With the holiday and these high expectations and it's very challenging time. So 
so those can be moments where we would have a family crisis that we dealt with as well. The good news in all of this is that each time that as a family we would go through one of these times, we would learn different tips and tricks and ways of managing that would make us stronger as a family. And I'm not saying every time, but I'm just saying that we did find a way as a family to survive, I guess is the best word. And then beyond that, we could work on our relationships with each other. And that's why I wanted, again, to do a podcast because right now our kids are healthy as healthy can be defined. (laughs) I think when we define our mental health, I think all of us could identify with not being mentally healthy all the time. The next thing I want to share though on this first episode is how I think when as a mom, when your family is experiencing a crisis, there's something that happens that's unique to moms because as a mom, we have this vision, this dream, this idea. It's like having a happy family is the like most important thing, right? That's for me, it's like, I always say, it's like you had one job, you know, and, and there's something about for many moms, there's something about it tying to our purpose. Our purpose in life is to have this most important job of raising our kids and having this happy family. And we hear those, those terms all the time, like happy, happy wife, happy life right? So we've been socially conditioned for that, but we were also biologically designed to protect our family. So we, we get it from two sides. And then I think we make it even more, more important. We build it up really big. Many of us build it up in our minds. If we have a happy family, then we're successful. Or we, if we have a happy family, then we're enough. Then, so we're going around as moms trying to prove to ourselves that that we're a good person or that we we were successful because we have a happy family and that's all great when your family's happy (laughs) you're sending out your christmas cards with the photos on it and posting on facebook but when a family crisis hits what can often happen for a mom is it's like there's the family crisis and then there's the mom's identity crisis because we've tied up so much of this happy family concept into our self-worth and our identity that when that crisis happens, we make it mean that our family's no longer happy. So we are a failure. And then we, our brain goes to work creating all this evidence for that story of us being a failure, of us being a bad mom, of us needing to have all this self-judgment against ourselves and this shame and this shame is probably, I think, the, the hardest thing to process as a mom because we don't want to experience shame. So a lot of us will go around kind of with a facade and, and it, it's natural. It's just our brain protecting us, but it isn't useful. And a lot of us don't even realize that that's what we're doing. So that's one of the topics that we will dig into a little more on the podcast, but for today, I just wanted to point out to you that you're not alone if your family is going through a crisis and you're a mom and I might even have some dads out there also who are listening and the guilt that you feel is normal. It's your brain 
trying to make sense of something and trying to fix it. And so it's going to go to the quickest and easiest answer. And that answer is, it must be your fault. And that's just a natural tendency that happens even for a lot of times with kids whose families are going through a divorce. That's another kind of, that gets programmed real early. So if you were, like I was, um, a, a child of divorce, you have already had that initial thought that it was your fault. And then once that gets in your brain, it's easy for your brain to, to keep using that as a, you know, it'll go to that as a, as a reason or as an answer. So for moms who are in this place, you are in this situation where you are feeling that guilt and shame and or you are going to that extreme level of trying to fix everything and really taking on that full responsibility of trying to keep everybody in your family happy. And I can tell you that is beyond exhausting. It is the most exhausting because you're not only doing the physical and the mental tasks, but you, the emotional load that you're taking on as well, when you're taking on everyone else's emotions in addition to your own and trying to take responsibility for all of those, it's so much and it's so hard. So the way to get out of that, we will talk about in an upcoming episode. For today, the way to think about it that can help is that your job is only to take care of your emotions. You can only truly control your own thoughts, your own emotions, and your own actions. You're going to hear that from me so many times throughout this podcast, but, but when you can really identify that as separating yourself from the crisis and recognizing that you only can control your own thoughts and feelings and emotions, then you are going to be in such a better place. That's one of the most critical first steps to managing a family crisis. And another critical piece is facing the reality of it because we really can't deal with anything that's, any type of problem, anything that's going on unless we face the facts of it. So knowing that you can separate yourself from what's happening and you can look logically at the facts and just naming the crisis for what it is and saying exactly factually what is happening because you have the logic side of your brain and you have the emotional side of your brain and you really need both of those parts of your brain to be working at their best capacity to be able to manage the crisis. A lot of people will say, you know, you definitely want to suppress your emotions. You need to be thinking in your logical mind. You just need to face the facts and look at the facts and make a decision from that side of your brain and don't let your emotions come into play. And that is not good advice. What you really do need is you need to process the emotion as well as be able to face the facts. And of course, in the middle of something that's a dangerous situation, then of course you're going to be thinking on your feet in that moment and you're not going to be necessarily processing emotion in some situations at that very moment. But what I'm saying is, as part of the processing of a family crisis, the emotional piece of it will be really important. Because when we try to resist the emotions, and it makes sense that we do because they're, they don't feel good. They're very, I mean, we have negative 
emotions of all types when we're going through a crisis. We have all the guilt and shame that I was talking about, but we also have the fear and the anxiety of the unknown. And anytime there's a change, it's a time for the brain to kind of go into that protection mode because it's unexpected and so it's on high alert. And that's just a natural response of the brain. So it's okay that it's happening, but it's really helpful to know and understand that. So I would like to thank you all for coming along with me and starting this podcast off with episode one. And I will be back next week and every week thereafter with some more helpful tips and topics and concepts related to going through a family crisis. And if your family is in crisis right now, my heart goes out to you. I know I know the heavy weight of that. I know the immense kind of emotion that and the and just the daily struggle. So, know that you're not alone and come back every week so that you can hear more information that can help in a crisis. If you love what we're doing on the podcast, you should come and join my free and private Facebook group called Family Crisis for Moms. It's where we dive deeper, study, and finally solve all the things we talk about on the podcast. It's next level work if you're serious about making a change. It's free and full of moms just like you who want a better life. So head over now and join us. The link is on my website in the top right corner. See you there.